0: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
1: this ace cast download is brought to you by link soul check out their spring collection go to linksoul.com and by nest bedding love where you sleep go to nestbedding.com
0: Welcome to our A's Farm podcast. I'm your host, AthleticsFarm.com Editor-in-Chief Bill Moriarty, and today we're going to be talking with the manager of the A's High A team in Lansing, Craig Conklin. After spending many years as a scout and a coach at a variety of levels in the A's system, Conklin's currently in his first year as the skipper of the Lugnuts, and we took the opportunity to talk with him about some of the A's top prospects at Lansing. So, uh, you know, I know this is your first year managing there in Lansing, and uh, I know you've done a lot of coaching in the A system, you've done a lot of scouting before, but I'm curious, tell me a little bit what it's like there managing this first year there in Lansing.
1: Yeah, um, you know, in, in the past, in, you know, my role as assistant hitting coach, um, outfield and base running guy, uh, my, you know, were pretty broad you know i got to touch the hitters our outfielders the base runners um so it, that was good i like this a little a little better because i get to uh i get to touch the pitchers a little bit you know and i get to spend time with them uh and it, it, you know managing allows me the freedom to you know get a little more personal and and just get to know guys better you know on a different level than kind of when you're locked into one specific task, you don't get that personal time. So in that way, it's been
0: great. Yeah, I would imagine the connection is a little broader in this role anyway. Um, You know, and, and managing there in Lansing in the Midwest League, I know, uh, like myself, you're you're from California, and, and the weather there in the Midwest League is a little different in, in the early going in April and May. It's not like the spring weather we might be familiar with in California. So could you talk a little bit about how that how that weather there early in the season kind of affects the game? Yeah, it's a little rough.
1: I mean, you know, last year, it seemed to be colder, longer. This year, you know, I mean, when we got here, You know, it was super cold for like a week and a half. And then we actually had a week of where it was like 70 to 80 degrees. And I was like, oh boy. Yeah, it's on now. And then, you know, then it it kind of fluctuated back and forth. So this year it didn't, it didn't seem to be as cold, but when it is like that, it makes it, makes it a little difficult for everybody, you know, especially the players, you know, they're, they're trying to get, you know, you come from Arizona and you're trying to trying to get some momentum going and, it's a little hard when your body is, you know, is chilled up most of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that, you know, it's not so much fun to hit when, you know, when you actually make contact, your, your hands kind of sting from the cold, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well they do. And get, you know, and guys, sometimes they want to, you know, bow out because they get their hands blown up by the, by the machine or something. And, uh, you know, and it's like, well, the other team's doing the same thing. So, you know, figure a way to, you know, shorten up or make, get get some productivity out of it if we're going to be out here.
0: Yeah, well, one way or another, you're going to have to deal with it. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, you know, let me ask you about a few guys you've got on your team there in Lansing. You know, it's interesting because you've got um, a couple of the A's most recent number one draft picks there this year, which makes things kind of exciting. And I wanted to start out by asking you about last year's top draft pick for the A's, catcher Daniel Susak. You know, he's a big guy, a big catcher, and uh, fortunately, you know, he's got off to a a good start there this season with his first full-season team there in Lansing. You know, he's been one of your most productive hitters this year, but obviously, you know, as a catcher, he's involved in every aspect of the game. I'm sure you're involved with him on a daily basis uh, quite intimately, so I'm curious to, to hear your perspectives on what you've seen out of Daniel Susak uh during his first full season of Pro Ball.
1: Yeah, Dan Dan has uh you know he's he's gotten better in, in every aspect of the game. Like you were saying, he's uh defensively, you know, obviously being a catcher, you know, it's a it's a priority. So he uh he's he's learning how to manage the game, learning how how the pitchers pitch, um, he's learning how, you know, to, to set up behind the dish to their strengths, you know, and try to give umpires their, you know, the best view and, you know, and work for the pitcher. Um, you know, so there's a learning curve, uh, there, you know, it's game calling again, it, you know, that that's improving. You know, with like an all young catchers. I mean, he he caught you know in college, so this game's a little a little different. So he's learning how to learn how to do that. You know, offensively, same thing. He's you know, there's been a few mechanical things that you know that um, the coaching staff is you know we've worked on and to get him in a really good position to you know to do to do some things, and um, he's taken to that. You know he listens, so that's good. He's coachable. Um, he wants to get better, and he has. You know his approach at the plate. He's 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 a cerebral kid, so he's a thinker. You know, and sometimes he can outthink himself at the plate. And as I've had to tell him before, it's like you know, sometimes you can be your own your own worst enemy when you think too much. I go you're just when you're up there, be a hitter. When you're catching, be a catcher. When you're a hitter, be a hitter. So you know, sometimes seed ball hit ball as opposed to okay, what's you gonna throw me here? And then you 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 can spiral out of it that bat that way. Right.
0: Yes, I I know it's hard to find the proper balance of 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 thinking enough but not thinking too much. You know. <laughs> it's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fine line. Um, well, it's good to see him get off to a good good start this year. Anyway, that's for sure. Uh, the other former first round pick you have there is Max Muncy, the shortstop. And, uh, you know, he's still just uh, 20 years old. He hasn't turned 21 yet. Um, he's the youngest player on your squad there in Lansing. This is his second season there. seems like he's performing about like he was last year. I know he can be an exciting player and kind of a, an excitable player too. Um, you know, he has some power, has some speed is able to take a walk, maybe he's still striking out a little too much. Um, you know where do you feel Max Muncy's at this season? I mean you've seen him before you're there with him last year. Where's he at in his development and uh, what's he uh, got to do to to get himself to the next level?
1: Well, yeah, Max and I have a pretty good relationship, you know. We we live close to each other in California and um you know, we talk a lot and so you know, as far as his his development, we you know, we talk a lot about things and He's he's the type of kid that he wants to do things on his terms. So sometimes it's you know you got to just let him fail. It's kind of like a child, you know, like your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have information for him, but sometimes they want to do it their own way, and and it's like okay, you know, I'm here for you if 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 you need something. You know, so we have that back and forth relationship. You know, he's uh, you know, for me, I I, I describe it sometimes. As he's, you know, he's a Ferrari, and he, 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 a lot of times he doesn't know how to drive. He doesn't know how to drive it yet. So, you know, he bumps into the walls and stuff, and he learns as he goes how to shift his car, you know. But I've also explained to him that, you know, the the higher you get, the walls narrow in your lane, and and you got to learn how to navigate it, you know, and and drive the car properly. You can't just go hundred miles an hour at all times, you know, so he's starting to figure that out and he's getting more mature. You know, we've worked on some things defensively, you know, and he's made improvements there. Um, offensively, you know, he's starting to make adjustments, you know, um, we have a plan now um, in place for him to, to get some, you know, some individual stuff, you know, done uh, that that's going to help open up his, is a uh, space in his head a little bit, you know, because he, he's, he wants to, he, like you say, you know, he's, he's busy, you know, he's a lot of stuff going on for him. And and when he gets that attention to himself, he can see it, it, it helps him focus just on him and not 15 other things. So, you know, that's, that is going to help him a lot. I think. Well, the
0: good news is, like I said, he's still just 20, and, uh, you know, he's still uh, quite young for the Midwest League, so uh, he's, uh, you know, he's got some time to, to make the adjustments he needs to make anyway. Yeah. (laughs) another guy I wanted to ask you about uh, a guy who got off to a good start there for you that that a lot of people hadn't been aware of was your center fielder Caden Trenkel. He's a former ninth round draft pick, but he got off to a really good start was a dynamic leadoff hitter for you. He's been on the injured list uh, for a while now, but uh, you know, he, he, he got off to such a nice start there. He seemed to be really making a mark for himself. So I'm curious to hear your impressions of uh, Caden Trenkel. Oh,
1: Trenks, you know, He's a great guy in the clubhouse. He's he's a leader. You know, like you said, you know, he got off to a, a great start. He's he's just consistent from the leadoff spot. You know, he's going to work the count. He's going to give you quality at bats. He's going to put the ball in play, usually hard somewhere. He can uh, he's aggressive on the bases. He does all the things you want to you know you want in a top of the order guy, one two nine hole guy. I I like him. Um, I, I was bummed, as everybody was, when when he went in on the I.L., but hoping to, hoping to have him back here in the near future. You know, another
0: uh, outfielder that got off to a, a good start for you there, who has since moved on to Midland, who you've also seen a lot of, is uh, Lazaro Armentaris. You know, he's been a prospect in the A system for a long time. Uh, Got off to a hot start with the bat there at Lansing. Like I mentioned, it's moved up to double A since then. I'm curious to hear from you um, any adjustments or improvements you saw him make this season.
1: Um, I think the biggest improvement was just in getting through to him that, you know, there is a sense of urgency. You know, it's like you need to do certain things if you want to advance. You know, and for him to understand that, you know, you've been around for a while now and and time doesn't stop for anybody. So, you know, the clock is continually ticking, you know, and if he wanted to get out of A Ball, there was certain things he needed to do. He's always been a guy that gets on base, you know, he's always gonna hit for some power. Those things he, he always does. He's gotten better. In the outfield, you know, he's made made some improvements out there. Um, but the biggest thing is, you know, I think he's his focus on what needs to happen for him to continue to advance. You know, there's that sense of urgency. I think he's finally realized. Yeah,
0: you don't have forever in this game.
1: <laughs> uh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, and a, a couple other outfielders that I wanted to ask you about before we move on to a couple pitchers. Our junior Perez and Brian Buelvis. I believe they're both just uh, 21 still, and uh, they both had some success at Stockton. They both had some struggles at High A. Um, they're both there with you now. Curious to just get your take on where those guys are at and you know what you feel they're capable of.
1: Yeah, I mean I've had I had uh, Buelvis and Perez in Stockton <clears throat> in 21. I uh, had Buelvis here you know, for part of the year last year, you know, and he scuffled a little bit. So we sent him back to Stockton and and then he started the year there. And Ryan, Ryan's a uh, very intense young man. He's one of my favorite players, you know, as far as a young man goes, you know, again, our our relationship is, is unique. So he works very hard. He wants to get better. He's all business. You know, not that he doesn't have fun, but he's here to work and he's here to get better. And so he's trying to figure out some stuff in his swing currently, and uh, he'll he'll eventually make those adjustments. And you know, I have to tell tell him it's you know patience. He's, you got to be patient with yourself and and trust the process. So he's he's starting to understand that. Junior is kind of in the same boat. you know he he started off the season rough, you know, hitting under under a hundred, I think for a while and then then we looked at some video and saw a few things and made a couple small adjustments, and um, he got some confidence going, started barreling some baseballs up and then then they started falling. then he started driving a few balls out of the yard getting on base and stealing some bases so he's he's starting to 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 feel what it's like to have a little bit of sustained success um but juniors you know for me his his defensive ability is above average you know he's he's a really good defender he's got plus arm and he's already got Probably a handful of outfield assists out here, as far as throwing guys out of bases and stuff. And he's a guy you don't want to run on. Um, and he can he can act he can go get it in the outfield. Walvis can too. Walvis got a good arm as well. But Junior's you know in my mind Junior's got a he's got a little bit little bit more in that that tank when it comes to you know running balls down and and throwing guys out.
0: Yeah, well, and once again, you know, two guys who are still pretty young, so uh, there is some is yeah. some time to to work out the kinks there. Anyway, um, before we yeah. wrap before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you about a, a couple of pitchers. You know, a guy who was probably your best starter there this year was uh, Jack Perkins, who was the eighth fifth round pick last year. He was just recently promoted to Midland. But, man, he got off to a great start at Lansing. Seemed to be all, almost unhittable, you know, every time out there. And a guy who really wasn't that high profile. Again, fifth-round pick, but not a lot of people right. knew, knew the name. But can you talk a little bit about
1: Jack Perkins? Jack, again, he's, he's all business as well. You know, when he, when, when he gets to work, he, he wants to get better. There's, a, you know, a couple times where he didn't perform quite to his standards. You know, as a young player, you can let that affect you. He, he realized that, as do a lot of young guys, that, that we can be our own worst enemy. So you're not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to have your best stuff. So learning how to compete without your best stuff and have that mental, you know, the ability to lock in mentally when that happens, is something he's learning how to do and he 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 started doing that here and and had obviously a few really good outings and and they you know he got promoted because of that i i like him he's got good stuff you know he's got a mid upper 90s fastball and his his off-speed stuff is is pretty good as well and he he's a competitor you know above all
0: yeah, well, again, to get off to that, that good a start that he did, he's obviously got uh, got something going right for him. Uh, yeah, a, yep. a, a couple guys real quick. I wanted to ask you another guy that got called up to Midland, Blake Beers, former 19th-round pick. But, you know, I, I just hear people rave about his slider, <laughs> saying he's got a major league slider already. Uh, can you briefly tell me what you've seen out of Blake Beers?
1: Yeah, same. You know, Blake, we had him a little bit last year. Um, and – you know same thing you know Blake's Blake's got that that slider and he learned how to you know use use his fastball a little bit more so that that slider's more effective cuz you know if you're using it all the time guys they start reading it they start seeing it better and you know so you have to you have to use your other pitches so you can get to that and he started he started being able to to use his other pitches to, to give him more weaponry, you know, as far as you know, his handling better hitters. So, Blake and Blake's a competitor too. He's a, he's a, you know, he's an even keeled guy. Gets out there and you know he likes to have fun and keeps things light clubhouse. But when he gets out to the mound, he competes. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm happy for both of those guys. And one final guy
0: I wanted to ask you about, who I think is an interesting case is uh right-hander tyler baum you know he was in a uh, second round draft pick uh, a, a few years ago you know and he had his struggles he had some trouble getting the ball just uh, over the plate and now this year in lansing he's uh, been serving pretty much as your closer and and been uh, performing well out of the bullpen there but can you talk a little bit about uh, where where tyler baum's been and where he's at now and the the progress you've been fortunate enough to see out of
1: him this year yeah, I, I vaguely remember a couple years back hearing about him in instructional league. I guess he couldn't throw a strike. You right. know, the ball was going everywhere and he would have to, you know, pitch it, you know, like, uh, you know, live, live hitters and different things like that, not in the game. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's on our, on our roster and I'm hearing, you know, from our pitching coach, you know, what, the transformation he's made and now it's night and day and it's exciting for him I'm happy for him that all the things he's been through uh that I've only heard about to to come out here and and be able to have success you know and have fun doing it so you know yeah he has been he has been our go-to guy in the in the ninth inning to to close out games and it's it's fun to watch yeah, no, it's always uh, good
0: to good to see it when a guy can turn things around, and uh, Tyler Baum certainly done that uh, this year, and he's certainly been a good weapon for you to have out of the bullpen. Well, we definitely want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to talk to us, Craig, and uh, obviously we want to wish you well the west rest of the way there in Lansing. The weather should be a little warmer the rest of the way anyway, so thanks again. Yeah, for, absolutely. <laughs> thanks again, and we wish you the
1: best the rest of the way. All right. Thank you. It's been my pleasure.
0: And thanks to all of you out there for listening to this edition of our A's Farm podcast. Be sure to check back in for the next episode. And don't forget that you can always find updates on the A's top prospects and all the daily action in the A's minor league system on our A's Farm website at athleticsfarm.com. That's athleticsfarm.com. Thanks again. I'm A's Farm Editor-in-Chief Bill Moriarty, and we'll see you again down on the farm.